Are you sick of hearing you don't have enough experience to get work? Visit iPath.com to get the first part of our auto damage certification for free. Hello and welcome to the Independent Adjuster Podcast by IAPath. My name is Chris Stanley, and we're here to help you figure out how to get work in this industry and ultimately how to claim your life. Hey, IAs, and welcome to the Independent Adjuster Podcast. Uh, my name is Chris Stanley, and thank you so much for listening again here today. If you, this is your first time joining us, welcome as well. What I want to talk to you about today is why you shouldn't try to become an independent adjuster on your own. Often, we think because we're going to be an independent business owner, an individual IA, that, hey, this is my show, my business, and I'm going to attack that I'm me and I need nobody else. I'm an island, but I have uh, six different things that I want to talk to you about today that I hope will convince you that you shouldn't go at this alone. So here's the question. How do independent adjusters and appraisers like us who can't hide behind corporate logos, processes, and profits, who are spending our own money and reputation. How do we work in a way that lets us get work, assignments, deployments, and more income without wasting time or money in this world of insurance while we stand out in the crowd? That is the question, and this podcast will help guide you to the answers. My name is Chris Stanley, and this is the Independent Adjuster Podcast. Join myself and other independents on the path to non-corporate success in the insurance industry. We are IAs. All right, welcome back. Now, before we dive into today's topic, I want to talk about just why you want to become an independent adjuster, uh, how that drives this topic of not going at it on your own. A lot of times we become an independent adjuster because we want to be our own boss. We want to become an independent adjuster because we want to own our own business and want to see what it's like to run our own business. And so maybe you want to become an independent adjuster because you've been burned by coworkers and other people in the past. Um, so depending on why you're wanting to become an independent adjuster is going to make this a little bit easier or harder for you to start relying and working with other people to become an independent adjuster. Uh, but I hope that today's discussion and conversation will really help you think differently about why you should you know, not do this on your own. Because the type of people that we're going to rely on in this industry vary completely from you know, your neighbor who told you about independent adjusting and the guy who came to his roof to, you know, uh, tackling it by having a mentor or an independent adjusting firm or a Matthew Allen on Adjuster TV. And like all these different people are helping you not do this on your own. But if you're thinking in your own head, I got to do this all on my own, you are going to struggle so much more than you need to. And this was kind of brought on this topic idea was brought on because of so many people in the IA Path community ta- coming and sharing things that were going on and asking for help, not just in their claim, but in their life. For instance, we had one lady who got in an accident. She was rear-ended, and the insurance company was not 
wanting to pay what it was owed. Well, the community's rallying around her, and people have dealt with that in the past in some really serious instances, are there advising her and helping her. Another lady got in another car accident, a different lady got in a car accident, where she was injured. And she's not going to be able to walk for a few weeks because she had an injury to her back. And the community's rallying around her, seeing if she needs anything, and talking with her. And like I started thinking, how hard would this journey of being an independent adjuster be if those people didn't have each other right now, if they didn't have anybody to come ask questions to when they were stuck on a claim, if they didn't know how to do something in Xactimate or CCC1 and they had to figure it out on their own or call tech support every time they needed something, man, that would be a long, hard, and lonely road. So that's what brought on this topic of why you shouldn't try to become an independent adjuster on your own. And so while we're talking about not wanting to do this on your own, you can't do it without IA firms, right? We all have to work for IA firms. And if you're not working for this IA firm, which is ACD, the sponsor of the podcast, you should reach out to them and get on their roster because they handle auto, heavy equipment, and property claims. And they're easy to work with. Their people are amazing. Their technology in their portal is amazing and easy to work with. So you should get on with ACD. You should be working with them. That way you're not trying to get those claims all on your own because they're going to go get them for you from the clients and pass them on to you in your area. All you got to do to get on with ACD is email your resume and information over to network at acdcorp.com. That's network at acdcorp.com. And that'll get you started uh, working with them and in contact with them. All right. So number one reason why you shouldn't try to become an independent adjuster on your own. Quick caveat. None of these are in order of importance. Okay. These are six things I just thought of. It's not like number one, the most important reason. It's just the first reason, uh, you shouldn't try to become an independent adjuster on your own is you're going to make the same mistakes everybody else does, right? You're going to come in, you're going to make that same mistake. James Mathis has already not gotten the VIN on his inspect, verified the VIN on his inspection and inspected the wrong car. Thanks, James, for learning for all of us. I did that as well. So you shouldn't have to be surprised that you need to verify the VIN on a vehicle every time you go inspect it. You shouldn't be surprised when you got to verify the address when you arrive to make sure you look at the right house, right? We've all made those mistakes already, so you can learn from them. So don't go doing this cowboy on your own and then go make all the same mistakes. This makes you look like that much more of a rookie. There's so much you can learn just by seeing what other people's mistakes are. So if you're not a part of a community, whether it's the Adjuster TV Facebook group or the IAPath community, just head to iapath.community. You should get inside one of those communities, be asking questions, and be connected and start learning from other people's mistakes, okay? So that's number one. Number two, this journey is lonely. And I don't know your personal beliefs about God and the universe, but I believe we are created for connection. I believe that as human beings, when we don't connect to other people and we are all by ourselves tackling really difficult tasks, that it's so much harder to do. It is so hard. So if you're sitting there trying to chip away at this big thing called a career and building your own business, it's great to have support from your spouse and from your family and from friends around. But if you don't have people around who understand what you're going through and can help you kind of chip away at that, you're going to start feeling alone, even if your spouse is super supportive. It's going to be really hard to feel like, man, I'm the only one who gets what I'm trying to do and I can't figure out how to get around this. So what now? You start feeling like you're all all by yourself on this. 
and that the world's against you. The world's not against you, and there's tons of people who want to rally to you. So don't tackle this alone because it's lonely. Number three, the third reason um, you don't want to go at this and try to become an independent adjuster on your own is you need um, to get connected. You need to network uh, to thrive in this industry. If you're not connected to people, if you're not networking with people, you're not going to make it in this industry. If you're not calling ACD and getting on their roster and you didn't know about ACD because you didn't hear it from anybody, it's going to be really hard to get work. If, if you're not talking with other friends and finding out who they're working for and who's got availability right now and who's got claims to work right now, you're going to struggle getting work. If no one's saying, hey, you should check out John Smith, he's an awesome IA, people probably aren't going to give you a shot. Networking is a big part of this industry. It's not all about who you know. It's about who you're getting to know. And if you're not getting to know people, oh man, you're going to be on an island all by yourself, all right? Probably not working claims. And so you should really look at this and go, man, I've got to network more. I've got to get to know people more. And it's so hard to do if you're being a cowboy out there on your own. So number one was you'll make the same mistakes everyone else did. Number two, reason why you shouldn't try to become an independent adjuster on your own is it's lonely. Number three is it's all about networking and you can't network without other people. Um, You know, piggyback on that point, uh, the only way I got to work Hurricane Sandy up in New York was because a friend of mine, Joseph Heidel, let me know that, hey, this IA firm needs people right now. You should just call in. Everyone else was saying, don't call in. He said to call in because he got work and they said they're looking for more people. I called in. I got to work probably the only reason I ended up working that storm it was because of a connection on the inside who networked me in like that. So it's so important to get work that way. It's so important. So number four, the fourth reason why you shouldn't become, why you shouldn't try to become an independent adjuster on your own is you won't know what everybody else is wanting from you. Now this one is sure the IA firms, you need to know what they want from you. But it's really hard to know what they're really wanting from you and expecting from you from their guidelines, from the policy, if you don't have other people who are handling those type of claims. Because a lot of times it's, you know, implied what you're supposed to do. Yeah, we need three salvage bids from you. What the heck is a salvage bid? Number one, how do I get it? Number two, and how do I know if that's I'm giving it to you in an acceptable format? They don't necessarily tell you all that. Or they give you a policy and say, hey, write to policy. You're like, well, I think I understood this, but maybe I don't. And so a lot of times we don't even get what people are wanting from us. When I train students and I'm teaching them, this is what an IA firm wants from you. They're like shocked. Like, that's all they want? Yeah, that's what they want. They don't want what you're giving them. They want this. They're they're floored. They're, they're totally confused because... What an IA firm wants is not usually what people expect. It's not always what you think they want. You need to know what they really want. I was talking to Matthew Allen yesterday, and he was saying the same thing, that a lot of times people just don't know what an acceptable estimate looks like. They don't understand what that even is when they get started. So that's a big part of learning. And if you're not talking with other people, if you're not networking with other people, if you don't have other people in your sphere who are doing this and who are advising you, how in the world are you going to know what other people want in that way uh, so you can look like a rock star? Because really, if you're turning in claims and they're just getting rejected all the time and you don't start getting those things approved and you don't look like a veteran, you don't look like you know what you're doing, people probably aren't going to give you work. So don't do this on your own because you won't know what other people want. So number one, 
uh, reason why you shouldn't become an independent adjuster was you're going to make the same mistakes. Number two, it's lonely. Number three is it's all about networking. You can't network without other people. Number four, uh, you don't know what everybody wants from you. Okay, so now number five, uh, you're not going to have support when the chips are down. And so I mentioned that what brought this on was the peop- the ladies who got in car wrecks and who are going through a really hard time, or maybe it's an IA who reached out and said, I can't get work. And this is a true story. I can't get work. I've been trying for two years. It's not been working. You know, I have tons of experience in the industry and not working. So we brought her in, we worked with her, and now she's working, right? We got her connected and she's working. Sometimes when the chips are down, you just need to be able to turn to other people and say, I need help. I need, you know, somebody to talk to about this. I don't know how to handle this claim. They're threatening to to cut me off the roster because of XYZ, and I don't even know how to fix it. So please, somebody help me. When those chips are down and you are beat down 11 o'clock at night, 10 o'clock at night, or 2 in the afternoon, doesn't really matter, and you just feel like the world's caving in on you, it's really hard to be able to make decisions. And sometimes you just need to be able to go, what should I do? And have other people be able to come in and flood in and say, hey, no problem, you got this. This is how I would handle it. That is invaluable in that moment because now you're not just as strong as yourself. You've got a whole uh, gaggle of people that are going to help support you. It's like having a team. Having a team like that is hard if you're an independent adjuster because most people think, as we know, like we're cowboys. We're independent business owners. We don't need a team. Well, you need a team of people around you, friends, other IAs who can help support you when those chips are down that you can turn to and ask for help. Uh, So that's the fifth reason. You won't have support when the chips are down. So that's super important to your long-term success is having support when you need it most. Okay, so the sixth reason why you shouldn't try to become an independent adjuster on your own is this. The amount you can learn from other people, like we've mentioned, the mistakes, what other people want, um, will speed up your acceleration an understanding of the industry to the point where you can turn decades of learning into days. When you read my independent adjusters playbook with, I'm not saying it's perfect. I'm not saying it's the gospel truth. But when you read the independent adjusters playbook, you can consume in an afternoon what I believe after being in the industry for 11 years. Now I might believe completely wrong. That's totally possible. But that is what I believe in the information I know and have learned and accumulated across 11 years. And I'm saying, hey, I'll give that to you. And all of a sudden, you've taken that decade of time I've spent in the industry and you've now gotten some of the most important pieces of information I feel like I've come away with and how I would tackle a plan. If you're not networking and learning and doing, if you're trying to do this all on your own, you're not going to get those decades worth of knowledge and, and be able to consume it in a few days. When you hear Matthew Allen on Adjuster TV and he spent two decades, dear Lord, two decades, millions of dollars in, in, in earnings from closing property claims, and you listen to Matthew Allen talk about how to take photos or how to deal with this or how photo assist works and whether you should do it, whatever video you're watching, when you watch his videos and you consume his information, you're getting 20 years of experience talking. That's not just some guy randomly spouting off things because he that he just learned about yesterday. No, that's a guy that's giving you decades worth of experience that you can consume in a matter of days. 
So all of a sudden you can expedite your career, you can jump ahead of the learning curve, then rather trying to do this all on your own. Cowboy, don't be a cowboy. Okay, get a posse around you. So let's recap these six reasons why you shouldn't try to become an independent adjuster on your own. Number one, uh, you're going to make the same mistakes everyone else does. Number two, this is a lonely journey if you do it on your own. It's lonely and hard anyways, even with people around you, but I can't imagine not having a group of people to turn to when I need them. Number three, you're going to need to get connected and network, and you can't do that if you don't know people. So you shouldn't do this on your own. You need people. Number four, you won't know what everybody's wanting from you. You won't get the expectations of the industry without other people telling you what they are. Uh, number five, when your chips are really down, you'll have nowhere, no one to turn to uh, to get help, to get answers. And number six, you can expedite your career's trajectory. You can turn those decades into days of learning, and you can learn so much from other people um, that they've accumulated over the years. And so those are the six reasons I got for you today of why you shouldn't try to become an independent adjuster on your own. And if you are looking for a community, if you're looking for a group of people, if you don't have that already built in, whether you're a veteran or a beginner, it doesn't matter. If you don't have a good solid base around you of people to turn to, I highly encourage you to check out our, our community. It's at iapath.community. That has over 300 IAs in it. 150 of them are our certified uh, students who have come through our programs and are now certified by IAPATH, and they answer questions faster than I do, and a lot of times better than I even could because they've recently gone through it. Like James Mathis knows even better about verifying a VIN this week because he missed the VIN on a car and inspected the wrong vehicle um, than I do because it's been a little bit since I've made that mistake. So we're able to have this collaboration of information, of help that you can get answers when you need them pretty dang fast. So that's the IAPATH community. You can also check out Matthew Allen's Facebook group. We don't have our own Facebook group, but if you're on Facebook, you can go to the Adjuster TV group over there and dive in. James Mathis, uh, one of our career guides, is over there in the community helping. Matt Allen's there, obviously, and we would love to support you wherever you're at. And the iPath community, just so you know, it is $15 a month. Uh, I don't think that's a whole lot to ask for what we're providing in there. It used to be exclusively for our students only, but we kind of opened it up for other people to be able to come in. So if you're interested in that, if you need a community, if you want people around you rallying to you, you want a lot of... Um, people to be able to help you answer questions when you're writing claims, head over to the iapath.community. All right, guys, I hope that helps you change your mindset about being a cowboy and being a business a solopreneur or adjustopreneur and, and trying to do this completely on your own because I really believe that this journey is a whole lot easier if you have people around you, people rallying to you. I'd love to be one of those people. If you want to become an apprentice of myself and Matthew Allen, you can head over to iPath.com and check out our mentorship pass. Those, whether you want to become an auto adjuster or auto damage appraiser, a catastrophic adjuster, travel to the nation, or whether you want to be a property adjuster, we can mentor you through that with our different paths. So just head to iPath.com if you're interested in that. Until next week, guys, I will be praying that your week goes well, that you don't have anything bad, that you jump in and you connect to other people, whether it's on the community or wherever it's at, however you plan to tackle that. But connect to people this week. Keep claiming your life because that's the only reason we're trying to become independent adjusters. Whatever your reasons are, it's because there's something in your life you're trying to grab hold of. And I hope 
and pray that, that you are able to start doing that. And this week is a huge week for you in claiming your life. All right, guys. Talk to you soon. Are you dreaming of a career in auto damage, but find yourself not meeting the experience requirements? You can try the first part of our seven part auto damage certification for free. This allows you to dive deep into auto damage training with no strings attached. And if you love it, you can continue on and purchase the full program. With this certification, you gain not just in-depth knowledge and skills, but also an all-access pass to our exclusive community, a full year of mentorship, and yes, get the two to five year experience requirement waived with over 40 firms. Your future in auto damage begins today. Visit iPath.com to start your free trial and discover where iPath can take you. iPath. Claim your life.